What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 46 of One Before I Die. Back after a little bit, a little bit of a break, uh, two-week break. Missed two episodes there. Um, you know, hand up. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to say that was kind of on me. You know, you know, Ethan can chime in every any time here, but your boy was on a little bit of a road trip. Uh, I was helping my, my buddy move out to Oregon. Stopped at a few places on the way there. Took a little bit of a different route on the way back. So kind of galvan out there, but uh, we're back. Yeah, I mean, the guy just goes rogue for two weeks and wants to come back in. Like, you know, everything's honky dory here. And but, you know, we got a podcast to do. We got listeners to that want to hear some content. And you're out there, Galvant in the United States. You know, hanging me out to dry. Well, I mean, I will say that this is probably my first two episodes that I missed. I know, you know, the fans listening right now, if you recall, uh, at the very beginning of this podcast, I had to bring our father on for an episode because Ethan, I think, was down in Nashville having a couple too many blue lights with the Bills game. And then another episode, I had to go solo because I think he was, you know, somewhere else. So, you know, everything evens out. Everything's coming back to water here. Your boy just had to kind of relax, take it in a little bit. Of, you know, I've been furloughed. So, you know, it was just a little, a little break for your boy. But like I said, we're back and back in a big way because as I alluded to on our Twitter account, on our Instagram profile um, this past Monday, we have a little bit of a big announcement. Um, the big announcement is that we have been joining up or we have joined up, teamed up with the Daily Buffalo, which is a sister station of Buffalo Fanatics. Um, it is a podcasting network, network under the Buffalo Fanatics, which is um, it's already an established uh, social media and, and brand online talking Buffalo football, Buffalo Bills football mainly, but all Buffalo sports. Uh, we're very excited to join join this network. Um, you can find them, the Daily Buffalo, at Daily Buffalo 716 on Twitter. And like I said, they're part of Buffalo Fanatics, which is at BUF Fanatics on Twitter as well. So um, very excited to get going on this. It's you know a huge honor to be kind of invited to this kind of network of podcasts. And we're um, very excited to bring our best foot forward and, and get to work and get started at this. Yeah, I said I just want to kind of reiterate what Sam said there. Both I think both of us are very excited to get started uh, working with the Daily Buffalo. Um, as Sam said, the sister network of the Buffalo Fanatics, who I'm sure most of you who are listening to this podcast right now are very familiar with. Um, you know, they are they have a huge presence on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, I would say the majority of Bills fans, you know, follow them for a lot of their content. Uh, they bring a lot of good analysis. 
You're, yeah, you're yeah. speaking into the mic a little bit too loud there. You're bringing it up to the to the mouth a little bit too much, but keep going. <laughs> they bring a lot of, you know, hard-hitting analysis, a lot of good content, you know, provide a lot of good laughs. I know they have a ton of ton of good uh, po- other podcasts that they uh, air on, on their on their main account. And now uh, we got approached to be one of the a few podcasts that are starting with the Daily Buffalo. So with the Daily Buffalo, we'll be on Wednesdays starting right now. Um, so our episodes will be releasing on their podcast feed. And then we will also still be releasing uh, our episodes on our normal um, podcast channel that, that we have been for the, you know, the last, what, 40 some episodes now. What episode is this? This is 46. 46. So um, if you already, you know, subscribe and listen to us, uh, you don't have to change anything. Um, but if you are a new listener, cause you're listening through the day, daily Buffalo, welcome to the, uh, welcome to the show here. We hope to, that you will enjoy our, uh, banter, uh, to give you guys an idea. I mean, Sam and I are pretty, uh, you know, off the cuff guys. We don't do a lot of, you know, analytical prep work. You're not going to see us breaking down the all 22s or anything like that. You know, we're just, we're kind of gut guys, as we like to say, you know, we watch the game, they adjust it with their gut and kind of, you know, spit it out. Um, we're pretty raw. I mean, like I said, don't do a lot of prep work. Don't do a lot of analysis, more of a conversation. Um, and kind of just, you know, a couple of average guys talking shop about bills and sabers. Um, so that's good. That's kind of our mojo. I don't know. You have anything to add to that? Yeah, no, I mean, you hit on a perfect, we're gut guys, right? We're, we're not going to be breaking it down here, looking at the Corsi numbers or anything like that. I mean, if uh, some people out there that want to battle me with that, come, come with, come, you know, come with some heat because we're going to come back at you with a little bit of gut action um but yeah no you said it perfectly we're you know the average fan we're not acting like we know what's going on at the inside of the organization or anything but we'll give our take on it when, when it's necessary um and that's what you can look forward to on this podcast um yeah ethan and i are two brothers from you know the western new york area i don't know if you mentioned that but two brothers so we kind of grew up in the same way but we still have a little bit different takes on certain situations which keeps it interesting um but other than that, Ethan nailed everything. This one you're listening to right now, if you're a normal subscriber, obviously is on a Wednesday, but we will be going on our feed on Mondays, like Ethan said, and then uh, the Daily Buffalo will hit it um, on Wednesdays. So um, we'll have those two going for you. But yeah, we're very excited to get going on this. And um, Yeah, so uh, follow, follow the Daily Buffalo then on, uh, on Twitter, though. So yeah, you yeah. can get all of, uh, all of the updates through them as well. Um, yeah, it's Daily Buffalo 716 is the handle. Uh, I said that before, but then that, that's where you can find them. And then Buffalo Fanatics handle. Uh, obviously, you want to follow them as well. If you're not already, they're um, at BUF Fanatics. So follow those two accounts. And you can already tell if you're already listening to this, you're probably, you can already kind of get our vibe based on the volume. You know, Sam just telling me my volume's too loud there. You know, we don't gotta. I'm I'm using headphones right now. You know, I'm not. A, well, I mean, you well because I you usually just let it dangle right there and it was fine the whole episode, and then you all of a sudden pick it up and put it right next to your mouth, and I guarantee well, yeah. the fan the fans will be able to hear that. It'll be go from a normal volume to you all of a sudden screaming in the microphone. I mean, this guy before before we started hit before we hit record, he's telling me I'm too soft, and I put the mic up to my mouth, and he's you know hand waving me in the well, video maybe, here maybe invest in an actual microphone like i did so you don't have to deal about that anymore all um, right whatever next, moving on next yeah next um we have a little bit of sports news finally um this week is uh a little bit more sports going on in terms of i know baseball's kind of started up back up but we're not gonna really talk about that um but the nhl 
we we all know if you're listening to this, you probably already know that they've been putting in this return to play plan for a while now. But now it seems uh, July 28th, they have scheduled exhibition games. That's when the first exhibition games will start. I believe there's three of them. You know, Sabres obviously didn't make this little, you know, 2014 playoff form. We've talked about that. We beat the dead horse about that. But, you know, nonetheless, hockey will be back. It'll be nice to watch that. Be very weird without any fans, obviously, with the two hub cities. Everybody will be in the little bubble area with coronavirus. No fans will be in attendance. Um, but just want to get that little piece of information out there. Um, and then and, also, and going on that, they released the schedule for the actual regular season games, which start on, or I guess not, what do they call it? The tournament or whatever that starts on August 1st. I don't know if you delved into that at all, but for two hockey guys like ourselves, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of people listening to this, big hockey people too. I mean, it's like, uh, it's just a dream scenario. I mean, it's basically like March Madness and playoff hockey came together and had a baby because you got games at noon, three, six, eight, and 10 almost every day. So, I mean, if you were working from home like me or if you were furloughed like Sam. I'm back though. I'm back. Yeah. What a, you're back and working now, but you're from yeah, home. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. 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 yeah so yep. if, if you're going to be home during that, during that time, good Lord, good luck being productive one bit, because I know myself, I'm going to be turning on that TV at noon every day and be betting some money lines, watching some hockey and, you know, from noon to, you know, when I go to bed on those days is going to be hockey, hockey, hockey. And I can't wait. I mean, I don't even care that the Sabres aren't in this at this point. Probably better for my mental health that they're not. Um, so I, I can't wait to sit back and just watch them hockey. Yeah, no, totally agree. And you brought it up there a little bit. You said money line. You know, sports betting is back. Uh, you know, so if you're not even a huge hockey fan, you're, you know, going to be tuning into these games because um, I think you put it perfectly there. It's like March Madison hockey had a baby. I mean, you never hear of hockey games starting at noon. You just don't, right? And then another one after that, and then another one right before that, or whatever the times are, it's going all day. So, I mean, we talked about this before on the podcast and how excited we are that hockey will be back. You know, we had that little episode saying, don't get your hopes up too much because it might not come. But if it does, we always said it's going to be awesome. So it, it seems a little bit more promising as each day goes by, as each week goes by, you know, and there's no kibosh on it yet. It seems to get a little bit more realistic. And so July 28th, if we get to that, if we get to that date and there's an exhibition game played, I'm, you know, full confidence that they th- this thing's going to go. So super excited about that, obviously. Um, as far as the NFL goes, that's kind of in a similar scenario where we haven't really heard anything that or any reason why that's not going to happen. So right now that's still kind of on pace. Um, I guess the one thing that I will say that I kind of want to bring up and the reason I bring up the NFL is because it seemed like there was a little bit of a trend on Twitter this past weekend with uh, players in the NFL. They were doing this little hashtag. We want to play movement. And I don't know, you know, who started it or where it came from, but it seems like a lot of these players are trying to kind of force the hand of the NFL to um, kind of step up their game on health protocols because, you know, we've been talking about over the past podcast, Ethan and I, that it seems like the NFL has been throughout this whole thing, the one league that doesn't really care. They're saying we're going to play no matter what. But at some point, these players have a say in it too. And a lot of them have come out and say that, you know, if it's not healthy, if the right protocols aren't taken into consideration, that they're not going to want to play. So, it just seems like it's a little bit of a pushback from the players over social media this past weekend saying, you know, we want to play, but listen, let's get our shit together because we need to have these right, you know, everyone needs to be healthy. Everybody needs to you know, take the right precautions in order to keep everyone safe throughout the league and make sure this thing happens. Ethan, do you have a take on that at all? 
you see you see what I'm talking about though? Yeah, I mean I don't really have a take on it, but I mean they're right. I just think that the NFL really has had the most time out of all these leagues coming back to put in some precautions or um you know processes to 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 make this happen and I just don't know what you know what they've really done. They've just kind of sit back and kind of I think hope that things would settle down by the time their season rolled around. So I mean I really do hope that I mean I'm going to go crazy. I think most Bills fans will too if there's no football this uh, fall. I mean, it's one thing that we'll, we're, we uh, we kind of lost out on, you know, March Madness and, you know, hockey playoffs, even though those are coming back now. But I think, you know, the one thing that a lot of sports fans had in mind was they were really banking on football coming back this fall. I know um, I was. Yeah. And, you know, college football is one thing because, I mean, those aren't, those aren't guys that are getting paid. They aren't professionals, right? So that's a little bit of a different story. But the NFL, I mean, they had, you know, they shouldn't have really any excuse to, to not be ready for this, to not have the right precautions and, and processes in place to have this season underway. Um, and then another thing that I know that you're going to lead into is I think that I would say the majority of NFL teams, I know some have come out and say that they're planning on operating at, you know, X amount of capacity, you know, whether it's 20%, 15%. I mean, if I was a betting man, I would say by the time that season rolls around, I wouldn't be surprised if the league mandates no fans at the at the games to follow suit on what we're going to see with the MLB, NHL, and NBA. Um, so, you know, with that being said, like, I don't know if you have anything else to, to add on to, to that topic. No. We're going to go – we'll go right into it. Uh, so, you know, like the NHL is coming back, and they already said that they're not going to have fans in, in the return to play, and NFL most likely not having fans. You know, for our first inaugural podcast on the uh, Daily Buffalo Network, Sam and I thought we'd do a little snake draft of our favorite Buffalo game day experiences to kind of fill that void that a lot of Buffalo fans are going to miss, you know, this fall without being able to attend Bills games. Obviously, we wouldn't even have a chance to attend Sabres games because they're not playing. But um, so I think I think we're going to start, you know, start this way. Um, me being the older brother and being a good host, I'll let you go first. Okay. I was going to say we can do rock, paper, scissors like the last time we did a uh, snake draft, but I'll gladly take first pick if you're just going to give it to me. Uh, that's fine. And I'll take, I'll take the wrap around two or three. Okay. Oh yeah. You do like that little back to back action. That's kind of yeah, why you gave me a little value. I'm a value guy. All right. Well, before we hop in here real quick, I will say, um, I, I did see something, you know, how you allude to, you think that most NFL stadiums are going to be operating at some capacity or whatever i'm not sure how true this was or not but i did see someone on twitter today saying that new york officially announced no fans if the nfl does happen so don't take my word on if that was true or not but you know ethan and i both believe that's going to be the case either way so just yeah we're not facts there. guys by the way you yeah so, exactly. I mean, anything we say you definitely got a fact check yeah take it with a grain of salt <laughs> yeah um all right well anyway i'll hop right into it then this is best so this is best you know fan experiences when you're there are sabers or bills games what you enjoy the most at you know at the stadium beforehand whatever the the atmosphere however and, and, however it and, may and, go and to be go a little bit more into it it's not like watching kickoff it's got to i think it's got to no, be a it's like it's like specific. it's kind of like yeah. buffalo specific yeah and like what yeah, they yeah. do but all right yeah without yeah. further ado as we go on you'll kind of get the more gist of it i think um i don't know me and ethan might not even be on the same page but we'll find that out too um all right so my first pick i think this is you know probably on your list at some point i mean it has to be this is probably one of the best things that happens at you know a buffalo sporting event this is at this is at a bills game and 
this is after the Bills score, the shout song. I mean, this is just honestly one of the best things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is pretty an obvious answer here, but, you know, if you can give me the number one pick, that's what I'm going to come in and do. Um, it's one of the best things in sports, honestly. I mean, I think this is a song that not, you know, other Bills fans, non, or sorry, non-Bills fans or non-Buffalo fans will sing, but it takes a special place in Bills fans' hearts, obviously, especially with the custom lyrics. But every time after the Bills score, comes over the loudspeaker, the shout song, you know, the Bills made me want to shout. I mean, it just gets it going. We could be down 20 nothing in the first half, whatever, and I'm still going to belt my lungs out to that song after the Bills score. So, I mean, it's just an unreal song. Probably, you know, at least for me, you know, it's obviously biased, but it's got to be one of the best just, like, scoring songs in sports of all time. Just it gets the people going, and nothing, nothing beats that, I don't think, uh, at any Sabres or Bills games. It's the whole crowd absolutely shouting the shout song after the Bills score. And – little bonus too when the you know the bills travel well so after a freaking score on the road too when when you hear that song in the road stadium i mean that's even just just as good uh, obviously this is buffalo specific but i'm just saying on the road we still get a pop in too yeah i mean i think that's to me a consensus number one uh i mean that was the first one on my list too so I'm, i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna give you kudos there for not messing up your first round pick you know you you, you drafted mcdavid there i'm not gonna lie yeah, so, I, I mean, mean, I can't, I can't really, uh, I can't really harp on that pick at all. Um, so, I mean, this, this really, you know, I got to do a little, little mind game here on myself, you know, looking at value here. Do I think he's going to pick my number two, but my number two is going to be the, the first, uh, the first blue light crack at 8am in the parking lot of the Rev. <laughs> okay. Like, that actually was on my list, but it's a great choice. It's like you just pulled in, you know, you're probably, you know, maybe you're with your dad and, you know, you, you, you took the family SUV, um, you know, for us, we're Rochester guys. So, you know, it'd be like, we'd be wake up early in Rochester, drive out, finally get in there. You pay for parking you pop the trunk out, you know, maybe get the folding table going. First thing you go, cooler, little, you know, a little crack. Oh. And it just tastes glorious. You know, it's, it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday. The sun, you know, it's maybe, a, it's probably a little nippy outside still. You got the gloves on. Maybe, you, you know, you grab the pigskin, start tossing that around one-handed. So I think, you know, that's a solid, solid number two. What are your thoughts on my number two? No, I think that's a great pick. Like I said, that's not on my list. But I will say that, you know, we were talking about this before. I was like, you know, we can't just take Bill's tailgate, right? Because there's so many specific things that go on within the Bill's tailgate. But anything you're going to, you know, any facet that you pick from a Bill's tailgate is going to be a great pick in this. And I mean, that that's so true. You you know, you get there, you you pop that open, and you just know, hey, I'm going to watch some Bill's football today. You get, you get it going, and it has to be a blue light. So, no, it's a, it's a great little pick there. Um, you go again. Okay. So right. for my second round, I was about pick, to hop in there. There, I forgot yeah. it's a little snaky snake. Yeah. All right. So my my second pick, which is my first my first pick of the second round on the wraparound here, switching gears, moving over to the ice, and I think this is a, my clear number one for Sabers here. Um, I'm gonna go watching the Sabers video promo intro. Dang it! That was my second <laughs> pick. That gets there's me fired that, up, dude. Not, like the Sabres could be two and sixty-five going into oh this my game, God, and dude. and if I'm at a Sabres game and they throw on that video promo, you know they usually start it back in the you know the nineteen seventies, you know Gilbert Perot, French Connection, you know they do the whole timeline up to 06, you know 
uh, these guys are good, scary good. Yo, oh, man, it gives me chills every time. And like I said, we could be 2-62, and 62 and when the, you know, when I see that pre-puck drop video promo on the Jumbotron, I just get chills down my spine every time. And, I, you know, I just think we're going to be the best team in the league. You know, I could, we could have the lightning in town, and I, I still think we're going to beat them 5-0 after watching that video promo. So I think that was a clear number one for Sabres game day experiences. So I'm going to definitely take that in the second round. Yeah, that was gonna. That was my number two on my list. I was gonna take that next if you didn't. Like you said, like any time you go to a Sabres game, they could be the worst team in the league, and I get chills watching those those pregame videos on the jumbotron. That's one of the things they nail, you know, every year. Because with this past year, with the 50th year anniversary, I mean, that was freaking awesome. I mean, I was at the home opener, and so at that point, we're not even bad yet. So just imagine the chills that I have watching that video, given all that history. And then even when not the 50th anniversary, the year before or whatever, just all the highlights they put up. Because, you know, the Sabres have had some awesome, you know, times in their history. So you can kind of escape from the actual team that's going on there and just watch that, watch that video. It gives me chills. It, it makes me feel like we're going to win the Stanley Cup and that team steps on the ice after watching that video. So, no, I think that was uh, – yeah, I was about to pick that one. I mean, your value came in clutch there, getting the two in a row. Um, but I get two in a row now, right, coming back at me my way. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go right back into it. Um, my next one is kind of, I don't know, you might, you might clown me for this saying it's like too similar to my first one, but I think it's one in its own. And it's when, and this happens, you know, obviously at the Ralph at a home game, but it could happen, you know, on the road too, which I absolutely love. And it's when you're in this, it's kind of part of the tailgate atmosphere, like I was talking about. And it's when you're just chilling there and you're, you know, have a, you know, a couple of blue lights in you, you know, you're feeling good. Like you said, you're talking to pigskin around, whatever. And, you know, you just feel that urge to sing the shout song and you just sit, you just hit it with the A and a freaking thousand okay. fans, just like everybody around you hits you right back with it, you know, like it's in harmony and you just get the Bill song going. I know I, you know, reference the shout song at the stadium after the Bills score, but I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you just shout that in yeah. your crowd and everyone comes right back at you and you just feel like you're on cloud nine being the guy leading the chant. Like you feel like you're the man. And, and everyone just follows suit, and it's, it's just like a, like a universal call that you use that pretty much every Buffalo fan, fan will know. So, I mean, I love that. I love yeah. doing that on the road. So I was going to say, that's something that, the thing that, to point out about that is it travels, right? I mean, you don't have to be at the Ralph to do that. I mean, I, I think myself and you, we both were at away games last year, and, you know, nothing better, like you said, whether you're at – a Bills bar beforehand or, you know, even tailgating before at the opposing team stadium, you're ripping AAAA, you know, (laughs) loud enough, you're going to get a response and it's going to be nice. You know, what, you know, kind of like a, like you said, a calling card to the opposing team, like, Hey, you know, the bills are here. You know, we, we bring, we come with the noise, you know, we, we come in numbers. It's not going to be an easy game for you guys. Um, So yeah, I, I definitely like that pick was not on, it's not on my list, I'll be honest with you. So uh, I like that pick. Yeah. All right. So my so now I get another one here. Um, so now I'm kind of like caught. Like, I don't know. I have like two or three that I could pick from, I think, that I'm not really sure what I should go for. Um, I'm going to take it to the ice, though, just because I haven't got one of those in yet. And this is another one where, you know, the Sabres maybe aren't the best team, but this kind of still gets you amped every time. And it's uh, it's just an overtime winning goal for the Sabers. I mean, I to me that's one of the best feelings in you know in sports is a hockey overtime win, 
And when you're at the game, you know, three on three hockey is one of the most exciting things you can watch um, in all of sports, in my opinion. I think it's awesome. And I was at, because what came to me when I was thinking about this pick is I was at the Columbus game last year. It was Olsen's return. And the Sabres, you know, they were kind of in it, but everybody knew at heart, not really. And Olsen already had a goal that game and his return back from injury. And then in overtime, three on three, Eichel comes, you know, coming in hot from the left wing, does a sick behind the best pack behind the back pass to Olsen, who buries it for a second goal of the game, OT winner. And to me, an overtime goal in hockey is the most, one of the most exciting things in sports. And to you know, live that and you know, just do or die. If you get scored on, you lose. If you score, you win. Um, I mean, personally, I love that. I'm a, just a huge hockey fan in general, and I played, so I know that's how exciting it is. And just watching that you know, in person, knowing that the stakes are so high, I think it's one of the most awesome you know, times as a Buffalo fan. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I can disagree with that. And I mean, even when you're not at the game and if you're watching the Sabres, you know, when you hear Rick Jenner, you know, the Sabres win it over time. So I, you know, I, I definitely, definitely like that, uh, like that pick. Right. All right. So I'm back on the board with my round three selection. You know, I got, I got a couple good ones left on the board. Not going to lie. I'm going to try to split it between Sabres and Bills. So I go two and two here. Um, my round, my round three pick is um, going to be uh, timing going into the Ralph uh, perfectly so that you don't miss kickoff, but maximizing the tailgate. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. it's like, all right, kickoff. It's tough, it's tough to do. It's too. tough. It's, just, it's, a, it's an art. It's a little bit of a science there. It's, you know, especially if you got a good tailgate vibe going, maybe you, you did a party boss with somebody's. Uh, you know, you've been there from 8 a.m., like I said, tossing the pigskin around, you know, you know, maybe you're, you know, throwing, throwing beers around, you know, getting the coolers going, you know, getting some score predictions, you know, asking some Bills fans around, you know, what do you think today? You know, do we got them today? What, what do you think? Who's looking good? And then you're, you're always, you know, checking the phone, you know, all right, got an hour, got an hour. It's, it's you know, leaving at that right time so that, you know, you, you take into account, okay, the, the ticket line is going to be this long, probably going to take this much. Maybe I have to take a pee before because I've been drinking all morning. You know, my t- ticket's all the way in the 300 levels. It's probably going to take me a little bit to get there. But it's getting there right maybe towards the end of the national anthem to when, you know, the bills line up to kick it off. Man, nothing feels better than, you know, missing, missing every, all the, you know, pregame antics and getting there right in time and maximizing that tailgate experience. No, that's, uh, so that's, a, that's a great pick. Um, I will say from, you know, my experience last year on the road in Pittsburgh, I, I think I told this on the podcast after that game, but I, you know, it, it's such an art, like you said, to time the right time to leave the tailgate because you want to maximize that. You don't want to have to go into the stadium and buy that $10 beer, right, that you, that you could have got for, you know, two bucks from the store or whatever. And, you know, I timed it a little wrong. I, we thought we got there mad early. I ended up being at my seats, the absolute last row in Heinz Field. Um, it was like a couple plays after kickoff, so it kind of sucked. But I got there, you know, a little, you know, it wasn't too late, but it, it's so true. You know, you want to time that just right where you can see kickoff because kickoff's electric too. You want to get in for, for kickoff. You don't want to miss that. But you absolutely want to maximize your time, you know, in the trenches just getting after it. Yeah. All right, so then bringing it back around to the fourth round for my last pick. Um, you know, last pick, but I still think it's, you know, holds a special place in my heart. Um, going, back, going back to the Sabres for this one, 
and this is a this is this is a very specific experience. Um, I don't. I think you could probably relate to it as well. I don't know if, how many other people can, but um, it's it's grabbing a, a Let's Dough Buffalo ice cream to ease the pain of the Sabers being down for nothing after two periods. <laughs> So, yeah. like, you know, for me, whenever I'm at a Sabres game, you know, if it's an ugly one, which, I mean, I've been to a lot of ugly Sabres games, usually we're sitting up in the 300s, you know, take the escalator down, go to the 100-level parries there, grab a Let's Dough in between the second and third, uh, you know, and just take, take a little bit of the sting off of the, off of the game you're watching here. Because, I mean, that ice cream is absolutely phenomenal. That, that ice cream smacks. That hits different, as I would say. Um, it's one of my favorite, you know, combos. I think one of our buddies, Marshall, kind of put me onto that, and I always grab that, you know, at the stadium. It's an absolute phenomenal ice cream, um, and you know, it, it always hits even when the Sabers are down, like you said. So no, it's a it's an excellent choice. Um, but now I get my final pick here, and I have have some. You know, we'll go over honorable mentions after this. But I had, you know, I had some. This one kind of snuck up on me. Or I, I had this one down, but I'm, I think I'm going to get a little bit more specific with it. And kind of like you said on your last one, it might not re- relate to everyone, but to you know us, it's a little more you know close to the heart. This one's in the same category with that because it's kind of more of like a family tradition, I would say. But you know, a lot of Sabres fans would do it as well because we see them there. But it's grabbing, you know, and, and it might not specifically be Duff's for us. It is, but if you're going to seven one six, you're going to Barbell. Um, you know, Labatt Blue House even, but, you know, we like going to dust before the Sabres game, grabbing just a ton of wings, having a couple pints, and then hitting the Sabres games. That's something that me, you, and our, you know, our father do pretty much every time we go to the Sabres games. Um, you know, one time I went to Macy's. That's one of my favorite wings as well. But it's just getting those wings, getting, you know, you need some wings in your life when you're living in Buffalo, obviously. And at Sabres games, it's obviously not the same tailgate atmosphere as Bill's games. It's a little bit different. You kind of usually go to the bar or something, like I just said. But to me, that's one of the biggest, you know, one of the most fun parts about it is just not eating until the game, you know, starving yourself till Duff's, grabbing 20 wings, and then, you know, some fries with gravy, hitting that, having a couple blue lights while you're there as well, and then heading to the Sabres game. Um, like I said, it's one of those things where no matter how bad the Sabres are, how good they are, that's that part's always going to hit is, is grabbing those wings with the with the boys or whoever you're with before the game. So to me, that's my fourth pick. Yeah, solid pick. Had it on there too. Yeah, that's I mean, that's got to be it. And like I said, you know, 716 is a good spot to go for. We like going to the little bat blue house sometimes for some quick yeah. abbeys and they have good beer. So it's always like hitting a spot right before the Sabres game. It's not necessarily being out there in the tailgate. Um but yeah, all right. That's that's my four. That's your four. We can, you probably have some honorable mentions. I, I do too. Yeah, uh, um, one of my probably the one that I was going back and forth with on my last pick was the Doug Allen national anthem point. Oh my dude, I forgot about the Doug Allen. Just in general, Doug Allen national anthem. Yeah, that's but no, a great. You know, one. How he, you know how he does the point to the fans as yeah. he's like closing it out. That kind of gets me going a little bit. He, well, he goes to the point to the fans, and then he says the home of the brave, and always points at the military service uh, person who's standing there with him if there's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Doug it's Allen. A, uh, a he's a Buffalo thing. legend. Yeah. Um, I had. And then uh, I just go ahead. Go sorry, ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Um, I had, I had Sabers play uh, playoff party in the plaza. That's always a good time. Yeah, but you um, can't you can't really say that because I mean, how many times has it happened in the last? <laughs> I'm just I mean, the one time I went, it was electric. That's always a good time, and you know it gets popping out there. Um, what else we got? Uh, I, had, I, had, cl- I had just watching warm ups 
for Sabres. Yeah, hockey warm-ups always <laughs> is good. I just, I, I'm a sucker for a good warm-up. You know, watching people snipe. I just yeah. like it. No buckets. I like it. Yeah, letting it hang. Um, probably, you know, a big couple that people are kicking themselves that we didn't have on. But to me, these just don't hit as different. But, like, the Pinto Ron getting blasted with Ketchman Mustard is classic. Um, yeah. Fans breaking tables. I mean, those are, like, I you mean, know, the pretty much, those are the, the basic answers are, that you can say. I feel like those are things that people that don't go to a lot of Bills games would say. You know, that, Yeah, like, that's why if, I said them, yeah. If we got on here and said – so you know, it's watching someone jump through a table. Like that's not my favorite thing about going to a Bills game. No, I agree. I just uh, definitely had to mention them for honorable mention because I think a couple of people would be upset if we didn't. Um, sure. So. Uh, I, I also had I kind of roped this into my you know timing it to go right into the right into the game at the right time from the tailgate. But my I just I like I like doing the asking random Bills fans for a score prediction while you're in line. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. I was just gonna say that too. It's like, or or you just ask the ask like, whoever it is that you're with at the Bills game, you know, Bills fan. Like, so what do you if it's early in the season? You're like, how oh, do you think the Bills are gonna be this year? And like, they're always like, oh, we're on you know eleven and five yeah. playoffs. Like, it's always just a hilarious conversation to have. Yeah, I was gonna say usually when you ask like those people for score predictions too, it's always like Bills twenty seven, like whoever playing three. Like it's never <laughs> it's never even close to accurate. And it could be like the Patriots with Tom Brady for like the 14th time. And right. they'd be like, oh, Bill's easy this one when we haven't right. beat them in like 50 years. Right. But then you still like if it's me and like they say that, like I still like absolutely love it. And I just gas them up. and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Because like you just get into yeah, it. With them, you, even you though you kind of like get into that true. mindset and you're like, why? yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. Like, like every time. Um, I would say maybe that's probably most fans of the team. But I think Bill's fans just absolutely do it the most. And it's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then – I also had uh, this could go for either Bills or Sabers, but it's uh, it's like throwing on the radio post game after leaving the stadium, right? Like the WGR Brian Cozio for Sabers, yeah, and then like listen to I don't is it John Murphy for the Bills? I don't know. Or I don't do as much for Bills games, but but yeah, yeah no, I mean, that's that's perfect. Listening to some post game interviews, getting the getting the down low. Right, especially after the, the Saber, especially after the Sabers win, I like I like listening to the post game. I mean, obviously, you never like to hear it when they lose, but just listening to the different players talk about it, it's a classic. You know, get some guys calling in, um, getting their hilarious takes. So yeah, no, that's that's a good one, especially when you're trying to beat the traffic out of the place. It's something to pass the time. Um, I didn't have, I don't think I had really anything else on the list. Everything that we said either was said or said an honorable mention. I don't know, but. Hit us with them if you're listening to this and you have some of your own specific game day moments at a Sabres game or a Bills game or wherever you may be. Let us know what your favorite parts about those are um, when you go because obviously it's going to suck this year with no fans. I mean, that's kind of the whole idea why we brought this idea up because we got to you know kind of try to relive it when this year it's going to suck. Uh, obviously, the Sabres aren't going to be playing again, but there's still going to be no fans at those hockey games. And then this year, um, hopefully if the NFL happens, you know, it's looking like there's going to be no fans there either. So hopefully we can get back to those days at some point next year with having fans in the stadium going there, cheering on the Bills and the Sabres. But um, it's not looking too hot this year, so that kind of sucks. But uh, you got anything else over there on your end that we want to talk about before we wrap this thing up? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, um, but like we said, we're – uh, this episode was, you know, a, a big one for us just because of everything that's going on with Daily Buffalo and Buffalo Fanatics. So we're super excited about that. Make sure you go follow them on Twitter. Um, I told you the handles of uh, those accounts before. And then 
Uh, finally, you know, we'll probably still be dropping ours on our own feed on Mondays, but this won't be out today on Wednesday. And, um, yeah, we, we're excited to keep it going with you guys and, and keep putting out some Bills and Sabres content. But other than that, go, go Bills, go Sabres, and we'll see you on Monday. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ate the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid You're bundled up now, wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty